Burdo was to escort Castricius to the army in the north, to the camp of the tyrant Maximinus, somewhere beyond the Alps. Castricius carried a confidential message from Monophilus to the old emperor. It should be enough to gain Castricius an audience. Once the youth had been admitted, Burdo was to see to his own safety. While the tyrant read the dispatch, Castricius was to strike him down, behead the snake, and end the civil war before it had begun. Castricius lolled with the motion of the carriage. His breathing was regular. Burdo studied him. He was very young, little more than a child and thin. His face was angular and pointed, oddly lined for one so young. The few words he had spoken indicated a certain education. Burdo wondered where they had found him, how they had induced him to undertake this suicidal task, why they thought him capable of such a desperate venture. Castricius was snoring. To dream of mud signified sickness and lewdness. It meant sickness because it was composed neither of pure water nor of pure earth, a mixture of both, without being either. It meant lewdness because it defiles. Moist and soft, it indicated a catamite. Burdo looked back out of the window. Down by the Tiber, men were strolling along the bank. They were well-dressed, leisured. They went from the bright sunshine into the shade of the trees. Burdo liked to read. The view reminded him of the opening of a platonic treatise. The philosopher and his companions in some pleasant country place outside Athens moved to unhurried discussion of the soul or the nature of truth, a world to which Burdo had always aspired. Do you know why Italian vegetables are the best in the world? Burdo said he did not. Long ago, in its wisdom, the Senate banned all mining.